Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And we're going to be talking to you today about some tarot card stuff. How would, <laughs> how would you phrase this, Veronica? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are you, you, you said it really good about? in a nutshell. I'm my oh, nutshell. Did I? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, try again. Try again. So we get it recorded. <laughs> oh, great. Let's see. So um, the question is, I, this may be I don't know how articulate this is. Um, how do you interpret? So if you're given a question that is more on the shadow side or a negative kind of feel has more of a negative spin and you pull a very positive card, how do you interpret that card? Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about. And we're going to use Veronica's card pull as an example. Thank you. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being so transparent and vulnerable, sharing your story with us. Yeah, no problem. That's, it's actually not that hard on a pot, <laughs> on a podcast. It's a little different in person. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Although you're pretty good. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say how you are at that because you tell me all the things anyway. Oh yeah. I guess I'm pretty open. Okay. You're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> open book right here. So I first want to give credit to uh, Biddy Tarot because this is coming from their Tarot card planner, the question that, um, and it's specifically for the most uh, recent full moon in Aquarius. Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Aquarius. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I know. Um, so the question was, which beliefs may be having a detrimental effect on my community. So I actually, I picked the star card. So that always makes me pause and it made me pause like the star card, like detriment. So I'm, I'm already assuming this is not a good thing. Whatever it is, it's a detriment. Yeah. Hope is bad down with hope. I know. <laughs> So I was like, uh, the star card, like what I know is hope is, yeah, I mean, the star card is like hope, you know, right. it's like very bright, it's optimistic, it's, it's everything that feels, you know, ethereal and beautiful, and it has a lot of air qualities to it for me, um, but also there's water on the card, so this is Aquarius, and, um, and actually she looks like the water bearer in the card, she's like, yeah. she has a, a vessel dipping into the water and then one dipping out onto the land. I think this is very small, but. Oh, your little sticker. Is that what you're looking yeah, at? Yeah. My little sticker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So when I first looked at it and I was like, I'm confused, like, shouldn't I be picking like the tower card or even later I picked the, you know, five of swords, which is like a picture of this person who's like, looks super sneaky and it's like stealing swords from people and they're, you know, it was like cunning. So I was like, oh, that feels negative, you know? <laughs> um, but I didn't, I picked the star card. So what I ended up doing, cause I was a little stumped was I actually ended up looking at the reverse, the, uh, the, what 
you know, what the reverse of the card looks like. Mm -hmm. And so what I, uh, the lack of hope, um, and then the idea of being closed off to the outside world and possible, a lot of fear coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) then Emily, what did you get from that? Yeah. So when you said that to me at first, my thought was that the hope and optimism, um, is like not real. Like it's a cover for the shadow. So that would be the detrimental part, right? Like, like it kind of like that spiritual bypass thing that we talked about, um, on a podcast episodes and episodes ago, but that idea of like, oh, I'm just going to look to the light side. I'm just going to look at hope. And then as a result, missing what's actually happening in real time. Right. And so that, that was what I felt when you said that. And that's where I would have gone with that card. Now, obviously this was not my reading to, to have. So, (laughs) so you have to go to the place that feels right for you. But if I were reading that for somebody, I don't Mm -hmm. tend to read reverse cards. Like I rarely read cards reversed. Um, so I would, why, why is that? That's a good question. Uh, I think because hold on, let me think about why I don't do that. I used to do it, but it felt more confusing to me. And I also feel like, (laughs) I feel like when I'm playing, when I'm shuffling my cards and putting them all over the place, like it just feels like, well, sure. Of course. Something's going to come up. Something's going to come up reverse. I mean, (laughs) or what if I went through and pulled out all the cards that were like the major arcana and then I put them all back in, but they were all in one direction. Like it just, I don't know, maybe that's the fate piece that I'm not giving enough credit to, but, uh, it just seemed more simple and, and practical to read them upright, but that's my personal take. I know some people totally read them reversed. It's interesting because what I will do sometimes is I will go through my deck and make sure they're all facing up and Ah. then shuffle them and know that. So that, that kind of, it gives way to the idea of like, oh yeah, you know, of course some are going to end up upside down. Cause I've definitely had that thought. And for a long time, I didn't read reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I started doing this, like making sure everything's facing the, the correct up right way. And if not, then that to me is like, okay, that needs to, something's happening here. It's upside down for me. That's always something's blocked, you know, uh-huh. like whatever that is there's a block with it, mm-hmm. which then there's, there can be some confusion. Once again, once you have a negative or a more negative or shadow side question, and then maybe you ha- pull a positive card and that's flipped upside down. And you're like, well, what, what does that mean? Positive side is blocked for the shadow. Oh, maybe that shadow piece of that card is happening kind of thing. Well, and I think depending on the spread you're doing too, it can get really confusing. Right. So if mm-hmm. you're doing a spread that requires you to turn cards sideways, which sometimes when I make my own spreads, I make them in different shapes. Yeah. And so I'll turn a card sideways and then it's like, well, how do you read that? Do you read that upside down or right side up? How do you do that? So everything is just right side up. <laughs> That's interesting because, you know, my idea was like, okay, well, if this is a question talking about the detriment. Uh in the community and this is a very positive card like I looked at okay well something in this positivity is blocked as opposed to I love the way you what I feel like you said was it's the shadow side of maybe the star card because you know 
Well, there, there are ways that there is toxic positivity. Like that's a real thing. Oh, really? I've never heard of that before. Really? Never? <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's pretty much my whole like young adult life. <laughs> wow. I'm just yeah. saying it's a, it's a bypass, right? So it's an avoidance technique. Oh, everything's fine. Everything is love and light, love and light, love and light. Yes. Right. No offense yes. to anybody who's into love and light. Cause I'm totally into love and light, but I also am like into sh- shadow and dark. Yeah. And authenticity like that yes. coming from an authentic place. Yeah. Not like, I don't like that. That doesn't look fun and, and love, you know, so I'm just going to turn my head yeah to the light because that feels better (laughs) and yes it does it feels better you know right and I think you know I think the cool thing about having this conversation is that essentially we're just inviting you to think about how do you read your cards yeah and I mean if you're a card reader maybe you're not and you're like hmm maybe and now I want to be I don't know but how do you read them? And what is your philosophy on, on how you read them and how will you approach something if it shows up and it feels like, uh, hmm. out of context? Yeah. You're just like, I don't resonate with that. And it's funny. Cause a long time ago, this doesn't happen so much anymore. We had a particular member who like every single time she pulled a card, oh, yeah. she would, she would get this little fit. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? And that's not like, the right card. That's not right. I need to pick another one, you know, <laughs> which I, I can totally resonate because, you know, there's something there that's giving you that response. That's mm-hmm. probably a reflection of what you're already thinking or feeling. And you're just like, I don't like that part of myself, or I don't like that that's happening right now. You know? Right. I want the star card. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't want the tower or the 10 of swords or, you know, I don't want any of that stuff. I only want the nice ones. Exactly. And then in a reading, it really makes sense, you know? So if you're asking a question that's more loaded, like this question about, you know, which beliefs may be having a detrimental effect on my community and you pick the 10 of swords and you're like, oh, wow, like there's something seriously, you know, wounding going on here. It's it kind of, you know, comes together. You're like, oh, that, that, that makes sense. You know, and you walk away from your reading and you're like, okay, that's good. But there's some readings, you know, like this one, I was just like, what the star, like, huh? Like, like that's how does, how does that relate? And then you might walk away from your reading going like, I don't know if that's right. Like, is that like, how does that relate? You know what I'm saying? And then how could I use that? Like, so I picked a star card. There's something going on in the community. Emily, you're saying that like, it's possible, like people are turning their head away from maybe some truth. really heavy truth, some stuff that's going on that maybe is not, the, oh, I'd rather just go have fun and play at summertime as opposed to like, oh, okay. There's all this stuff going on in the world still like people, you know, well, we could just go on with yeah. the list of things that are happening that, um, that we might be turning the other cheek to. Yeah. As a, yeah. As a society. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I, and I was, I was actually seeing, it's interesting because my take was that I took on the fact of um, like, there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot of depression and anxiety and a lot of darkness uh-huh. right now that even though it's, everybody wants to have fun and play it's summertime and well, summertime in this hemisphere. And they're like, you know, Hey, star, star, star. But like, you know, inside 
there's also something else that's happening. Like there's the flip side of addiction, depression, anxiety, you know, that comes up um, and that we might just like push down, but it keeps coming up and keeps coming up, you know? And you said you're seeing a lot of that. You feel like you're seeing a lot of that in the yeah. community. In, in the community, like people are not just people around me, but like, you know, I work in the public and just right. like seeing how people are expressing themselves in the public is it's very imbalanced. Like there's, there is some, a lot of anger and a lot of things coming up when like, Hmm, what, why, why is that happening? Like, mm-hmm. why are the people person after person coming up with anger or anxiety or, you know, yes, imbalances, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. There are so many ways to, to look at a card. And so much of that is influenced by, you know, by your own filter. Yes. Right. So, yes. So what you're experiencing as someone who works with the public is different than what I'm experiencing in my job where I work with the public, but people are actually coming to me because they're depressed or anxious. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm not just, I'm just not like out in the general public seeing what's going on. I'm actually seeing people who are intentionally coming to get help for things. Um, so you're going to have a much broader scope of what that looks like. Whereas my scope is going to be more narrow. And both Mm -hmm. of those scopes are probably going to influence the way that we're reading cards. Exactly. Oh, for sure. That's like just another piece to keep in mind Mm -hmm. as you're sort of, as we extend this invitation to you to explore how you're reading cards and you know, what, what filters maybe you have. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a good, you know, and that's what, that's one of the really good reasons why we talk to each other and communicate too about in, in our communities about our, Oh, I thought you meant you and I, (laughs) I'm all, is that why we talk to each other? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's just like why you want to share a dream with somebody, you know, to get more input, to get another side, because you are coming from your own filter. You are coming from your own world you know, and we all come from a different place. And so, um, you know, our, all of our scopes are going to be in that, you know, site. it's going to be in that narrow site, whatever that is going to be. And the more input you can get from others, you know, either in person and virtual or anything communities just widens that scope and can make Mm. you think and actually give you another side of like, Oh, you know, like you're saying that I never would have thought that, you know, like, Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like people don't want to look at the dark side of things. You know, the star card is so bright, you know, it's our sun. <laughs> you know, it's like not the sun card, but the star is the sun, you know, for us. So, yeah. So I have an idea. Why don't we pull some cards? I've got I've got some here. Looks like you probably right. have some. So maybe we'll take <laughs> turns. But maybe what I'll do is uh, I'll pull a card, I'll say what it is, and then you tell me your interpretation of it in this moment today, just with whatever filter you have. And then I'll say what mine is. Perfect. That's a fun idea I just had. That sounds so fun. (laughs) You guys, this is totally unplanned. We just, we just, this is impromptu. Are you kidding me? I thought we had this planned already. (laughs) Veronica's lying. She's actually just joking. She's not lying. <laughs> Thank That's you, Emily, for distinguishing that. I just want to gentle. I want to gentle yeah. that. <laughs> All right. 
So should we ask a question or should we just pull the card and see how we're feeling about it in this moment? That's a good question. So we could do the exercise where you could ask something that is a little bit more charged. Ooh, interesting. I don't know if I can come up with anything like that on the fly. Can you? Um, what you could just something simple, like, um, what is challenging me right now? Ooh. Okay. Nice. Okay. All right. So let me, what is challenging me right now? Oh man, that's a long ass list. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what the card says. All right. The nine of rods or wands, depending on your deck. Oh, wow. I'm going to let you um, hit that up first. Well, wands, that's action for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fiery. And you're that picture of that person standing in front with like, literally looks like a fighting defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like maybe you're feeling like you have to defend yourself against something or somebody, mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe an action that you took, you're like, I have to stand here and protect even I, it feels very protective. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a responsibility. So I have a similar interpretation. My actual interpretation <laughs> of this is, um, is I see all the wands standing up around this figure and I want to just knock them all down because it's all too many things. Urgh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like this sense of overwhelm and going in and, and just like taking it all out. There's like this sort of um, leveling feeling that I have of that's I'm feeling challenged by all of these, like the, all those things actually represent the challenges and there's too many things. So that's a lot. I mean, that's nine, isn't it? Well, it's actually eight because she's holding one. And so that's the weapon that you're going to knock all the other ones down with. Yeah. But you know, there's only one more than nine. <laughs> so that's pretty high up. That's a I lot know. of things. That's a lot of things. I do have a lot of things. Yeah. And when I read the tarot I, in the numbers, I go, I go in that way. Like the intensity builds for me. So like one is like, okay, two, three, four. Once you hit five, it, there's a crescendo of like, okay, it's, it, this is more intense. This is builds the intensity of the meaning of the card. I love uh, the fact that you just used the word crescendo. <laughs> That's all I want to say right there. But anyway, yes, go on. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, the so fact good. that you had a nine, I was like, oh yeah, that's an intensity of the fire that yes. is there, you know? No, I agree. There's a story to be told with each one. And there's sort of the story arc, right? And some of the suits seem like they kind of hit a story arc that, yeah, it gets more intense, but like it gets more joyous. Whereas some of the cards (laughs) feel like they get more intense and it's like, well, that's, that's like a lot. Like, yeah, like pentacles is awesome. Yeah. You're like better and better and better and better. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) It's like full happiness rainbow at the end. Yeah. But then fire and air are like, what's up, sucker? I'm taking it's, you down. It's definitely a little bit. The, yeah, the the want the wands and the and the swords definitely tell a different story, you know. Yes. So what? So just reflecting back to you know the discussion topic, you know, you picked 
a card, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that, that is, is in alignment. Yeah. That is challenging. Mm-hmm. It's not, you didn't pick the star card. Nope. You didn't pick the 10 of cups. That was all pure happiness and golden light. So there's not a lot of confusion or like, huh, moments to take back. And I wonder, you know? Right. Right. But we did Um, both interpret it slightly different. That is true. And that I think was also the point of this exercise is how, how are we interpreting it? You know, like, what's the thing? What is our filter telling us? And my filters, both one, knowing you and two, knowing the cards. You don't know me. Sorry, I had to say that for some reason. Oh, it, that is a lie. Gosh. That's a bold face lie, Veronica. And I really, I just have to tell everybody that Emily's super fiery right now. So, <laughs> you know what? It's Friday and today's my coffee day. And I actually drank like 40 ounces of coffee this morning, which is a lot because I don't drink coffee the whole rest of the week. Yeah. So, so I've had yeah. my up, I did my like hardcore workout. I'm having, I'm, I'm hosting an honoring sacred rage circle. So I've been listening to like rage music all morning. So and you I'm, picked a fire card and at I full max. Fire. I am yeah. lit up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> did you light a candle? I did. I have two, oh, two candles. Okay. That's too many candles. Blow I know, one out. I'll blow one out. <laughs> okay. One is out. One is out. The other one is okay. contained in a container. Okay. Okay. Or, okay. Yeah. Con- Harness that. Okay. So I'm going to take a turn. What take is challenging turn. me? What's what challenging, challenging you? Me? What's challenging me right now? Emily's super fiery. You're hysterical. <laughs> Veronica's focused. She's going in for the pull. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Guess what? I picked a fire card. <laughs> Maybe it's Emily. Maybe it's Emily's fire that's affecting me. It might be. I'm pretty. I mean, I think it's pretty pronounced in this moment. But actually, I'm not being challenged. I love your fire, so um, that wouldn't be it. I picked the Knight of Wands. Ooh, yes. I've been super knighty lately. Like I've been picking a lot of knights. Have you? Yeah. All right. So you want to hear what I think that means challenge-wise? Please, 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 please. There is an impulsivity that is coursing underneath the surface for you. Um, that's how I would read that. And so there is a difficult, the challenge is reining that impulsivity in because these ideas, thoughts, feelings, desires are coming immediately to the surface and you want to leap on them all, um, which aren't always, it's like leaping before you look. It's not always the best thing to do. Nice. Um, I totally resonate with that. Specifically, I've been in like clean out mode, mm. like wanting to just like purge, clear, purge, clean out all the junk. But I've also been having a lot of fire as to why I've kept all this junk or why it's being left there for so long. Why am I allowing my space to continue, you know, just from bags of giveaway stuff to like, a used television in the corner, you know, I'm just like, and it's been sitting there for a year and I'm like, let's get rid of this, you Mm -hmm. know, and having a lot of fire behind like wanting to do things, but sometimes my heart, my hard thing is follow through. Uh huh. That's really hard for me. So actually having the fire to do it, um, that is the challenge. Yeah. (laughs) 
like I'll just leave it there. I'll get angry about it maybe. And I want to clear it out and I'll clear some stuff out, but then I'll be like resentful and just like, I don't have the motivation or the energy to like continue this, you know, fourth of like, yes. let's keep this clear. Let's keep this space clear. Oh my so. God. <laughs> I can relate to that. That's all mm-hmm. I want to say right now. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> it is hard to find the follow through, but yeah. So that's what that night is speaking. I have a whole thing I want to say right now, but I'm reeling it in. So that really? night is speaking to you of, um, of sort of that desire, but maybe even yeah. a lack of fire is what it sounds like. There's a fire, there's a fire, a drive to, to do something, but there's not the fire drive to follow through. So it falls yes. short somewhere along the line. Yes. That's my challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. So even this, I'm like, oh, I like this idea of using the night energy to, to pull, to actually push me forward to complete a task. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I I'll clean the bathroom and I'll fix, you know, the towel rod that (laughs) fell off the wall, you know, yeah. Yep. That just happened. And I was just like, oh, this is going to sit here for another month before I get to it. Cause you know, that's what I do. Yeah. So like using that energy, that fire energy of like the night just going forth and the impulsivity, like, you know, like that's, he's just like, just do it, you know? And sometimes that's what I like jumping into a cold pool. That's the only way I get into the water. I don't think about it. I'm not one of these people that edges bit by bit. I just plunge. Like I have to get in, you know? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So this also was a card that matched the question. Well, it could have, but it could have gone a different way. I mean, that that's our interpretation of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what it might be a totally different interpretation if you were reading it out of a book. Oh, well, good point. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is our, this is our lens. And that's yeah. sort of the, the point that I think I'm trying, I'm trying to make here is that we all have a lens through which we see things. Um, I mean, the Knight of Wands channels charging energy of his horse and moves forward with raw power and determination. Uh, He moves without hesitation, is confident of success, even if he experiences moments of uncertainty about where he is going. So that's another, and you'll find all y'all out there who may have a million tarot decks like I do, will find... (laughs) That the books have similar themes, but many of the guidebooks will have slightly different themes. And so it's really good to be able to find like one text, like that one that you have, the the one we both have. Uh, oh, yeah. 78, seven, or seven, 78 Degrees of Wisdom book. I love that book. It's I my love go-to. that book too. Yeah. It's so good. And it's so thorough. And yes. I think, you know, if you can find one guidebook that maybe you work with on the regular, um, you're still going to have your filter. You're still going to read things, you know, with, with your own spin, but it's, it's a good anchor point. Cause if you just start looking at the guidebooks for all your cards, um, it can be a little overwhelming and confusing. This is a well, and sidebar by the way. Yeah. Well, and I sidebar along with that is I've changed my guidebooks over how I am as a, as a tarot card reader over the years, you know, as I've changed the way I read, um, like this book would have been way too more, too advanced Uh for me Yeah, yeah, yeah. because she's so psychologically in depth. 
yes. about where it's coming from. I wouldn't have been mature enough to read it and understand how it relates to me or the card, yep. you know? So yeah, right now this guidebook is like totally resonating with it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and how you read cards in different decks might be different too, because of the imagery, right? So it might spark a different thing in your mind for you, depending on what the images are. I know. Cause I, I always use the writer weight. Like just, that's my base because it's so primary for me. Mm -hmm. It just has that primary symbolism, you know, the colors, everything is just primary for me. And when, like, I think last month I did my, one of my readings, and I pulled out the Thoth deck uh-huh. and I haven't pulled that deck out in a long time. I had a really hard time with it. Yeah. I don't love that deck. Yeah. I, I, I used have to really love tried. It. Did you? I used to love it. It was all that I used. And uh-huh. now I go, I went back to it. And I was like, uh, I had a really hard time reading. I was like, well, prints, there's no prints in the writer weight. You know, they even had other, you know, other cards in it that were named differently. There's card, there's decks that have that, that, that are named completely different. So I was like, okay, well it's still wands. And then I was just trying to relate to what a prince was. And I do have the guidebook for that book or for that deck, which is really important for that deck. Yeah. The guidebook for that deck is important because <laughs> yes. it's different. It's a lot of different imagery. Um, anyways, we kind of went off on a little tangent about. We did. We're good at, we're <laughs> good at that. And if you've been been listening for a while, you know, we're good at that. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. This is how much I love the Toth deck. I finally, I bought it because I've used it. I've used other people's and I have the guidebook of it and I used it in, uh, undergrad. We used it in one of my classes. This you can't, I don't know if you can see V, but it's still, it's still in its wrapper. Like I haven't even unwrapped it because that's how much I love using it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very, it feels very scientific and uh, geometric. Yeah, like there's that's what a I don't lot. Like. It's yeah, it's very heady. Um, there's a lot of symbolism, rich symbolism in there, and it's layered, so it's very complex. But my um, soul doesn't like the pictures. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> and you're looking, you're looking for information. You're looking for something to touch inside yourself. So you need to have the right deck yes. for you. You know, I concur with that analysis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Thanks for that exercise, Emily. That was totally. Fun. I yeah. just grabbed a different deck that has totally different imagery. And I, I went to pull a card and I thought in my mind, I'm going to pull the eight of cups and I pulled the eight of cups. You got to be kidding me. Nope. I'm not kidding. That just happened. That's why I wanted to share it with all of you. <laughs> that just, looked dark too. That looked Oh yeah. Well, this is the darkness of light tarot. Yeah. I was going to say that looks kind of dark for the eight of cups, Emily. <laughs> this is the king of blades. It, they're, oh, they're wow. very dark. They're it's beautiful. Like gothic. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Look at the tower. I'm, I know oh, you guys can't look at wow. the tower, but Veronica can. It's just a, it's pretty much what? all in grays and blacks and whites and not even white. It's almost more like off white. And the, it's just a building that is completely coming down. What's the name of that deck? The Darkness of Light Tarot. Oh, I think that's what it is. I don't know. I don't, you know, I love the imagery. I think it's beautiful and it yeah. speaks to a different side of myself, but I don't think that side is strong, is stronger than the Rider Waite side. <laughs> well, it's, it's totally, I mean, it's, it is the Rider Waite uh, system, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's definitely not the Rider Waite colors or, yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's, it is dark. Yeah. But it speaks to my angsty soul. I was going to say you're a shattery, you're, you're a shadowy person. So that makes sense. <laughs> I'm more like hang out the star side. And- <laughs> right. I'm like, let's go into the darkness. Yeah. Oh, exactly. can you hear my dog? Yeah. She's yeah. saying, hi, hi, everybody. I think she's actually saying to the mailman, please do not deliver the mail. <laughs> do not come to my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Well, well this was uh, very entertaining and, and we just went a lot of places. We did. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like we, you know, pretty much stuck to the topic of <laughs> when you pick a different card than you expected from a... <laughs> Did we stick to that topic though? Somewhat, somewhat. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Basically, we talked about tarot and interpretations and Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you interpret the cards? And just to recognize that we all do have a filter um, and that things might not always mean the thing that we think they do. Sometimes you have to look a little deeper or come at it from a different angle. Lessons from the hang fan. Flip the script. Whoa. Whoa. I, whenever I pick that card, oh, sorry, I could just go on about the hangman. <laughs> you just pulled it. You just pulled the whole hangman thing. I was like, oh, don't talk about the hangman. Let's talk about the hangman. <laughs> uh, Maybe that's another talking, episode. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Veronica. And thanks everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, I hope that you are all well and enjoying these last days of summer. Whereas we're moving into those dog days of summer. And we're getting closer and closer to fall, which I just want to say for the record, I'm basically stoked about. Yes. Yes. My my favorite season ever. Yep. So we appreciate you be well and keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, You can do that by, you can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe, right? And you can do all those things. You can just (laughs) click the little stars, you know, and give us like some cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. It, That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.